This podcast is a conversation by Julie Benetti and Susan Barbro and is a production of VI Alliance Copyright 2019. And this chart-busting hit, Alone Leave Me, courtesy of New Threads, is available everywhere. Hi, Julie here, and of course I'm with Susan. Hi, Julie. What are you going to be doing now? And all I have to say is, this is what's going to be on the test. Okay. You're so in you the class. Me- this yeah. is what's going to be on the test. All right. Everybody listening? I want to know what's going right. to be on the test. Give me a number. <laughs> what is it What is it between? How many questions do we have? Uh, 75. All right, uh, 82. Wait a minute. We only have 75 <laughs> questions. Actually, there's 75 open oh, questions. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> so, so here's the deal, okay? All you people kind of quivering out there, the test is on the Kabbalion because it's been umpteen podcasts. Like and if that. you don't know it now, then, you know, I mean, well, why are you asking? Know it. Are they just going to listen to us tell you? I know. Don't you want to test yourself? I I, actually, these questions made, even though I've read it, we've talked about it. I asked these questions and she's going to, Julie's going to bombard me with one and I'm still going to probably get it wrong. <laughs> and so what does that say? She said, it's, you can just keep going and the deeper you go, you know, sometimes you need a question that's right. kind of open-ended to make you think. Exactly. I want to think. Make me think. Because if you think you know Professor? the Kabbalion, if you think you know the Kabbalion, test yourself. Exactly. Test yourself. All right. So we're going to we're gonna pick one question. Do I have to pick another? We're going to talk about it. 75. Yes, 1 in <laughs> 75, I was going to say 28 because I said 70, I said 82. 28. 28. What is it? That's okay. still between 1 and 75. <laughs> Okay, number 28. Yes, this is on the test. Okay. Number 28, true or false? True. <laughs> Uh-oh. The Kabbalion states that all who exist have both a loving father and mother, regardless of what might appear to one's senses. Oh, well, okay, so now, you know, usually what par- parties who are going to be taking the exam would get together and, you know, cheat by discussing together and try to figure out what the answer to that oh, is. Well, can I just interrupt for one second? You call that cheating. <laughs> a, a, a professor would call that cheating. Mm. I would call that really learning. It's through the mm-hmm. discussion. So that to me, you would say people get together and cheat because they help each other. I would actually look at that, and this is related exactly well, to the question. I would look at that is that's really learning. That's when you really, when you have to talk to somebody else and explain your thought process, they explain theirs, you tend to go further. And I completely agree with you, yet my visualization for that was those, you know, kind of staggers on that just show up. What are the answers? What are the answers? Yeah, but those those are the staggers that pass the exam and then they turn around and they don't know what the heck they're talking about. Right. And, and they're the ones that you're like, how did they get here? And they're the... What is that showing all of a sudden? Oh my gosh, what was it? Oh, it was Taxi where the guy got a job. And uh, this is just so funny. He got a job and he never spoke up. He never said anything and he kept the job longer than anyone else for 28 years. He was in management. <laughs> Mary Lou Hanna walks in there and she's like, this is a great idea. You really need to step up and tell them it. He's like, no, I keep my mouth closed. I don't, you know, and I keep my jobs. And the next show you see him walking out with a box. <laughs> and it was perfect. Everyone just 
what do I got to do to get by? And they're the most miserable people. Mm. I mean, talk about inauthentic. Mm. I'm not that. I'm the first person to put out there, this is what I think, and I have everyone in the world tell me I'm wrong, and I'd say, I don't care. Tell me why I'm wrong, because then if you tell me where I'm wrong, I'm going to learn, and I'm going to go further, and I'm going to keep moving with it. Right. That to me is life. That to right. me is growth. Change my perspective and change my world. Woo! Wow, where'd that come from? <laughs> where'd that come from? There you go. <laughs> but I mean, that's a perfect question for well, it. Well, the the whole part of I mean, there's little aspects of what you just said that that could behoove some some you know description. Because when you're when you're talking about you know learning about something, I mean, really, when you learn about something, it really becomes ingrained in you. But not only ingrained in you, it becomes a resource that you can utilize it in different aspects of your life. Mm-hmm. You can utilize it to make decisions or judgments or to well, you, know, you can only utilize it if you know how to use it. If exactly. you really understand it, if you exactly. don't understand it, I mean, maybe that's one of the questions. If you don't understand it, you can't use it. This is Julie here with Susan. What's one of the favorite books that we've written together? My favorite would be Energetic Invocations Mm. because you tricked me into writing it. (laughs) It wrote itself and I just was grateful to be a part of it. I like all the books we've written. We've had so much fun, but that's probably my favorite. You know, I agree with you. I love Energetic Invocations and I love the invocations because they're really powerful and I love the way it slides into the Ender Scripts. Hey, do you know what you get me for Christmas? Hmm, not sure yet. Well, don't be thinking you're going to give me any of the books we've written, because I have all of those. Yeah, but they're e-books. They're quick read, yet they keep making you go back, because you think you got it, and you got to go back and read it again, because there's something more each time. It's like a gift that keeps giving. I agree with you. They're in my pile to read again, over <laughs> and over. But, you know, I'm kind of stuck on this Christmas trivia right now. Get a great trivia book by Julie Benetti on Amazon today. Because you don't know how to. So if you think you're reading the Kabbalion and you think you understand it, and oh, I get this, and then you go out and then you're like, wait a second, why isn't this working? Maybe what you thought you understood, you really don't. Because there's always, as we go through this, like you said, you've read it a hundred times, now you've got me reading it a hundred (laughs) times. You keep going deeper and deeper, and what you thought you understand has an even another layer to it. Mm, And there's so many ways. I mean, we we showed how it relates to Trump. We've showed how it relates to Oprah. We've, you know, looked at aspects of it and compared it, you know, with so, Failing as the Secret and to Napoleon Hill and, and where he talks about money and, and, you know, what that relates to. We've looked at the energy aspects of it. And, you know, there's so many ways you can keep turning it over and over and over and looking at it and absorbing it and conversing it, yet the biggest learning part is being in that energy of conversing it well let's be clear that the reason we've compared it to all these different things is to help us to grasp the concept Mm -hmm. in a new way it's Mm -hmm. again change my perspective and change my world right because once you have that little it could be the smallest change all of a sudden everything changes because that one little tiny thing has a ripple effect throughout everything maybe you've done. 
And that one little thing sometimes comes like that's what again we talked about Trump. Is it because we wanted to talk about Trump? No, but he was a figure that everybody knew. Right. Everybody knew, and we could relate it. And you, and you know, going into it, it's like wow, I never thought about something a certain way. And so you and I, Julie, keep bringing in different things because each time we discuss it, I like to think one little nuance of information gets adjusted mm-hmm. in my mind. Mm-hmm. And then, again, it's the ripple effect. You know, like, right. you know, you see Back to the Future, right? And they mm-hmm. go back and yep. he makes one little change, yeah. you know, and then he comes back and the whole world is different. Yep. It's like a ripple effect. And you and I keep looking for new things. Even this test did it. Like, you could read that and just say true, mm-hmm. the question you just read. But really, discuss it and think about that. What does that really mean? I mean, we could, I, can, I could just be very, you know, skim the surface. And, yeah, you may think you have bad parents. But, you know, we all come from God. And so everyone's like, okay. Maybe there's something beyond that. Maybe there isn't love or hate, because in the Kabbalion, they're all deg- there's degrees of the same thing. So what is that same thing? And so if you go into what is that same thing, well, that question is almost irrelevant. Right, right. And the question- and you go, and so it gets deeper and deeper. That's why I'm saying it's so good. Right. No, the question <laughs> gives you the opportunity to to invest yourself into the content and material and really swim around with it right. and see where it sits and how it makes you float or, you know, how it makes you, you know, swim or how it makes you move or not move and, and what you get and what you don't get. You get to splash around. And let's, let you know, let's be honest about it because we, we, Julie and I do this all the time. We talk... In fact, there's been some conversations we've had that we didn't record, and like, oh, that would have been a great podcast because we go into some depth with not just this, but some of the other books that we've read, some of the mm-hmm. and a lot of other ancient texts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we do this because we're we're keep moving. We're going to keep moving, and every mm-hmm. time we're going to discuss this, we're going to go deeper. And, and then this question is mm-hmm. going to get to a point where someone's going to say, "How did you make the leap?" Well, because we're doing the work in between, right? And we are not. We cannot be responsible for what someone does or what they don't do. Exactly. And the only thing I would like to say is if you really are committed to understanding this and changing your perspective, then I suggest you do the same thing that we're doing and you find ways of opening your mind, of, of, make, of, of forcing yourself to think about things in a new, different way. Mm-hmm. Because that really is the only way it becomes a part of you. If you stay focused, and I'm going to go back to the question, because that's the question that you asked. Right. Oh, if I had, you know, I always had good parents, loving, supporting mother and father, even if it doesn't appear that way. Mm-hmm. You can say, duh, yeah, okay, God's out there. You can stop there. Mm-hmm. But why wouldn't you go keep going further? Right. Especially if you're entertaining yourself with the material of the Kabbalion. And I'd like to add Mm. to what you said a little earlier about we we do this all the time. We're talking about books. We're talking about everything. But we're not just talking about books. We're talking about stuff that occurs in our lives. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about stuff with you and your family. Me and my family and whatever is going on. We talk about work. We talk about... And 
all this material that we're absorbing and learning and propelling from kind of bleeds into it in a very nice way Mm. of helping us to understand how to live differently Mm. and how to have that different perspective and how to utilize these tools and resources that we read about. I mean, you know, back in the day, we've talked about this in other podcasts that we have back in the day, you know, the whole self-help industry. Oh, great, I got his book. Well, great, you got the book, but what are you doing with it? It's on my night side table. Pat, pat. It's like, well, what are you you doing with it? Are you reading it? Are you practicing what is said there? Are you utilizing what works for you? Are you finding what kind of rises to your interest and your energy and kind of propelling with that? Or are you just saying, I got the book. I got the book. So we, I, I, you know, this is a little bit mean because sometimes I can be a little mean. And and the bottom line is either do the work or really... You know, thanks for listening. I right. mean, but you know, my goal is is for me to propel, and I'd like to think there are people out there propelling as well, doing the work, moving forward. Because there's so many things I've seen as well. People out there quoting every guru out there, and you know, some of the things that you know I can't even think right now because, of course, my brain goes. Mm. But you hear the same quotes, and they're right. quoting the same people over and over, and then. Two or three posts later, there are people going in about how miserable and life is and how... And it's like, are you really... You know, and I think some people just quote things and they... You know, and, and it's... But they're not living it. Hey, Susan, the other day I was stuck in traffic. Yeah. Uh, I'm not telling a joke here. I was oh, really oh, stuck oh, in traffic. Oh, oh. And when I'm not listening to New Threads music, I sometimes listen to our podcast. Not because I want to listen to myself. You want to listen to me. Yeah, okay, no. <laughs> because when I listen, it's like all new, all over again. Do you ever wonder who said that? And yeah. You realize some people say we sound alike. So whenever <laughs> I hear something that I'm like, I don't remember saying that. I just attribute it to you. Ooh, I like that. And there's four shows, so I could be in the car a long time. (laughs) And you may just be. Hi, Julie here. Susan and I appreciate you listening to our podcast. Did you also know we've written lots of ebooks and books together? Just go ahead and check out the link in our bio or find us both on Amazon author pages. Hey, it's Julie, and you've heard Susan and I say that the principles of the Kabbalion are everywhere. Well, they are. So how do you stay aware? How do you recognize them at work? And how do you understand them better? You can read and listen until you are blue. But when you test yourself, now that's when you start using what you know and start understanding the Kabbalion differently. Sure, you can make your own test questions, but why bother when Susan and I did the work for you? There are 75 questions, and you can explore the truth alone or with friends. Find Think You Know the Kabbalion right now on Amazon. Download it today and start actively using the Kabbalion to enrich your life. Right. And, and we're really, really trying to get across, you know, how to live mm-hmm. with, with, ener- in it, with the energy, with the, with the acknowledgement of it and awareness of it. And we're using this and other books to try to get the feel out there. And, and you know, we talk about, we, we don't talk about, but like with the Bible, it was written at a time where things are not the way they are today. Mm-hmm. Communication is different. And a lot of the ancient texts were written really for the community they were in. Because a lot mm-hmm. of time, I mean, I know we have some things from the 50s and the 30s that it was a little different, but we try to take 
all these these books and we really try to bring them to today's standards because we live in a different world. You can read the Kabbalion, but we're trying to take it and apply it to the world in which we are living. Mm-hmm. Because if you're out there listening to this today, I go, you know, there could be aliens or <laughs> people from another dimension. You know, I'm joking. But for the most part, everybody listening to this is living in today's world, mm-hmm. dealing with the same issues you, Julie, and I have to deal with as well as everybody else. So how do you deal with these newer issues? Well, that's that's what we're trying to do. And I would hope that you would in, you again meaning listeners and people out there would invest in yourself to do this because when I think about the real world, the real world of work. Mm-hmm. You know, people talk about on your deathbed. I mean, this is what's really the most important is your perspective and how you integrate these beliefs that are actually supportive of you, the person, right. living here on this earth. Exactly. And, and you know, it's relative to, you know, everybody goes or doesn't go, has exercise equipment and either, you know, ends up putting their clothes on it or they go to the gym or not. And if you go to the gym, do you just stand there and look at the machines? I mean, do you just walk around and take a tour and then go, okay, let me leave? I mean, do you work on certain parts? And then when you go out, do you, do you kind well, of take that into you your life say. and you, you take it into your energy? The homework. Yeah, right, you the do homework the homework. And you do the, you know, you do the stretches outside and then you go in and you, I mean, you can just visit it. You can tap on the book on the nightstand table. Yet, you know, going in there is actually, you know, an element of the Kabbalion as well. Going in there. And working with the energy is an element of using the, the, you know, hello, using the principles on the principles. And, you know, you mentioned about, you know, going to the gym. There is not a person that alive that if you make a commitment to go to the gym every single day, you have no choice but to to build muscle. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen no matter what you do. And the reason I say it is that it's the same with this. If you make that commitment to yourself to really try to live in this world in a different way that supports you, and believe it or not, it kind of comes off of you and and it affects the people around you. And we really talk about making a change. The only real change one can make in one's life is to change themselves. Right. And then it's that's the only way to affect change elsewhere. And so I, I just, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm really impassioned with this because, you know, I've seen the difference in my own life. I mean, and, and, I, and I know some of these books are, are written and they're just brilliant. And I think the hardest part about it is really applying it. How do I apply what someone else has done to my life? Right? We always talk about that. You read these books and people like stories. But but you have to sometimes get out of the story to how do I really apply this to myself? It's like you read my mind on the last part because I'm thinking, you know, one of the Harry Potter movies was on last night. And, you know, you want to go to that. You want to go to Twilight. You want to go to any series of shows or books that are written. I mean, people go into the fantasy. They go into the daydreaming, the imagination of the fiction, the story. You can go into all of that so easily. Yet when you have a book like this that gives you principles, you can also go into the principles. Right. You can also apply them 
to the life you're living and, and change your life. You can also do that. You, you go into the fantasy of the fiction and the daydreaming of the fiction. And, and sometimes it's easy to go into the fiction and, and do that because you're just kind of in la-la. <laughs> you know, it's a story. So what part, what role would I play? And, you know, fan fiction of whatever. Yet when you go into the truth and the space between, these principles can really, you know, work inside of your life as well in not a fiction way. Mm-hmm. And have an impact on your life. And I just think that we've done these podcasts and, you know, we've heard some feedback. And I would just like to think that, you know, if you're considering undertaking this, really, really undertaking this, it is so worth it. And I think everybody's worth it. Every person out there is worth doing this mm -hmm. because it makes a difference. And I just feel very strongly, like I said, the question that you asked, if you can you mm. can throw out an answer and say, yeah, I got it right. I got 100%. I know the Kabbalion. And yet, you go outside and you're like, God, my parent, I'm just, again, I'm just using the example that of the question, right. geez, my parents really sucked. I had, you right. know, my mother, my father, my uncle, right. whatever it was. Yeah, but I've got God, and does it really make, does it really do anything for you? And, right. and then I would say, yeah, you got the question right, but did you really get the question? Right, and is that the energy of right. a Kabbalion? Is that the energy that you really want to kind of work with and alchemize to figure out more about how to live better? And, and in that sense, in knowing that, I mean, there really is nothing wrong with testing yourself. Why wouldn't you want to test yourself? I, you know me, <laughs> I've, I've gone through, you know, I've got a graduate degree, and the one problem I had is I could argue every single one of the answers. <laughs> I had professors that were like, seriously, here, take the two points. Like, Screw the two points. I passed. I don't care if I get an 80 or an 82. Why did you mark it wrong? And so what a great exercise. <laughs> exactly. Test yourself. Test yourself. And so again... Think you know the Kabbalion. Number 28, true or false? The Kabbalion states that all who exist have both a loving father and mother regardless of what might appear to one's senses. True or false? What do you think? Thank you for listening to this production from EI Alliance. Check out our Amazon authors pages for books and podcasts. Find New Threads music and their latest album on iTunes, Spotify, and newthreads.us.